When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Age of Radio. Uh, Hanai, there's a recording in progress, just, just so you know. Yes, I got the notification. It's all cool. <laughs> just you tonight? Yeah, Jason um, has, has like a game night with his friends. But it's cool. I think I've watched enough for like both of us. <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> nice. Crazy. How are you guys doing? Good, good. You know, like it's weather is happening and like, you know, it's I got to get used to weather, which is weird, you know, <laughs> like other than because, you know, there's no weather in me. I mean, you know, it's like it's either cloudy or <laughs> not, not cloudy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's like three days where it's kind of hot and then there's yeah. like days where it's kind of cold. But here, it's you know, I had to get like actual weatherproof shoes for the first yeah. time forever, and I'm excited about that. You mean it's snowing outside here, and I'm walking around in sandals with socks? So oh my God, <laughs> through the snow. No, it's true. Well, when That's you're born good. and like you know raised in a like a real cold place, I think it's like it's different. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is different as somebody who's not born and raised in a really cold place. <laughs> yeah, um, I will say. Don't let anyone shame you for having too many jackets. You should have a variety of them for a variety of uh, weathers and emotions. Yeah, I was, um, yeah, I'm, I'm like debating on whether to splurge on like a proper wet, like winter jacket, like, you know, like something that will actually <laughs> protect me from the elements because <laughs> I don't have any winter well, clothes yet. Well, the key to a jacket, <laughs> if I can sum it up in one word, comfort. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, on a, you guys have you guys have a Costco card still, right? Do we yeah. have a Costco card? We have a BJ's, <laughs> which I think is like the East Coast equivalent. But um, yeah, I don't I don't think we have a Costco card. But you know, it's probably pretty easy to start up. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I was just gonna say, like, if you have a Costco card or if you have a Costco nearby, there uh, the Kirkland jackets are coming in right now. And they have like big name brand jacket companies make the Kirkland jackets. They don't tell you on the things, but like, I know like in the past, uh, it's like, hey, I'm pretty sure this is the, you know, the Marmot 270, which is like a $500. You can get it for 20 bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so, that's so true. I should check that out. And you know, I remember from like way back when, um, Izzy, I remember you were telling me about like a really nice jacket from I forgot where it was some kind of like it was it's like an equivalent of like Dick's Sporting Goods or something but it's like an um oh gotten this jacket for Steve or something and you <laughs> me. yeah the loose trading yeah yeah that one I still remember because you told you like yeah. think we were working together and you wore it and it looked really nice yeah, yeah my uh my fall jacket is a Duluth and I love it my like winter winter jacket I have a couple of them because I really like it but uh 
I was I was given a really expensive puffer jacket from Universal Standard and it's insanely comfortable and it's like wearing a um, sleeping bag. Yeah, like Jason recently got like something like that from LL Bean. And so and he's like, you should get one too. And so yeah. Yes. But, and I know those are like expensive, but it's like it's worth it because it protects you from all the elements. So I'm like, I need to probably invest in something like that. You remember uh, the purple jacket that I uh that I used to wear for rainy shows? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying. No, okay. By by the way, like forget about me. Like, how are you guys doing? I just I just realized you guys are you know. Apparently, we were doing good up until Izzy started talking, and then she now she can't breathe. Oh my gosh! I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, you guys just had COVID, right? Yeah, we still have it. Oh my gosh! Okay. Um. Ah. Anyway, I was trying to say that purple raincoat. Um. That I wore, I wore that to Iceland too. Like it's a rain and snow coat. Oh, my aunt got that like 10 years before she gave it to me. Wow. And, and, still like... and it just wasn't comfortable. So she gave it to me. And then I only like just this year don't fit into it. So, oh, wow. And it still is like perfect. It has no holes. It's super warm. Right. So like, that's the thing, right? I need to like for winter jackets. I have to, I have to like. It's like if you have to get like it from someplace like proper like that, you know, like an outdoor, yeah, uh, like a proper place. Like I can't be getting like a rando thing from Amazon like I always do. <laughs> do not trust the Amazon ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd like, you know, something like this, like for something like this, I know like you have to get serious and buy it from like an actual outdoor clothing place. Yeah, and don't be af- be afraid to size up a little bit so you can wear it like over if you're wearing like, sweaters and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. you're yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> like the LLB people tell me that too because I tried out some stuff, but like you know, it's a bit of a splurge. So like I kind of like chickened out like the last time you we were there. Jason oh. just got something, but I was just like, I can't justify this yet. <laughs> also, um, the thing my aunts always got from LLB for like when they were up at their cabin. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have fleece or uh, sorry, flannel lined jeans. Oh my god, that sounds amazing! Well, they have flannel lined shoes. <laughs> like, I didn't get it this time. I, I got their bean boot, which I guess is like their flagship boot or something, um, like a hardcore weather boot. Uh, yeah, and that's lined with like furry fur. But there was like the top top one was like it was lined with flannel. But it was like super duper expensive. But I, I could see why I could see how somebody would get that, like if they were in like, I don't know, like Minnesota or something. Yeah. And then uh my favorite, like my favorite socks for winter, and I think Steve's too, hands down, um, the darn tough. No, oh, yeah, they're pretty good. Darn tough. Darn tough. They're out of Vermont. Um, they're wool. I like the light hikers because they have a padded toe and a padded heel, so they don't wear out as fast right oh okay <laughs> we did get some hardcore socks because like it's kind of crazy in our little town there's like on the outskirts there's like an alpaca farm yes <laughs> we were selling alpaca socks at like this um like uh flea market uh farmer's market so we got one and it was super soft alpaca is awesome but yeah for just like day-to-day wear like all winter i just kind of like don't take them off I'm just always yeah my feet get 
the coldest. So I do need to get some hardcore socks actually. But actually I got these like my mom got these like they're like they look like snow snow boots but they're like for indoor wearing. So I've just been wearing that this whole time. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, like this is like why Uggs were invented. We're just like wearing indoors all year like Yeah, I'm like I I totally feel that like I am no longer young because I'm like I could appreciate an Ugg. <laughs> right? Like it's not even about like whether it's cute or not. It's like it's comfortable. <laughs> also from LL Bean, if you like like a good slipper, uh, they're the daybreak scuffs. Their scuffs are they awesome. Have, they're they wool so and then they have fleece cool on the inside, stuff. and then they have like a real rubber sole, so you can like run out to the mailbox if it's not like feet of snow. Oh my gosh, they were selling like separately, like like fluffy fuzzy soles too. Like oh. they know what's up. <laughs> like but, it's so funny. Yeah. When I was young, like when I was small, I used to think like LLB was like this dorky place because I only knew those backpacks that everybody had, yeah. like in grade yeah, school. Yeah. Like that was the only like point of reference for me for about LLB. So like I had no idea. Like they have so many cool stuff. And see, I thought LLB was for elderly lesbians because that's <laughs> I mean it is, it still is. Oh, it absolutely <laughs> wherever is. will be. <laughs> Wait, are you ladies forgetting the LL Bean edition, like Grand Expedition trucks or whatever oh, yeah. they were made at one I point? I think they were Range Rovers. Because it, it was a Range was it Rover. Rovers? It was like one point. Perfect. It, yeah. I thought, I thought it was like the Chevy. But yeah, uh, yeah, them, um, Darn Tough, uh, Carhartt, the like farm mm. place. Yeah, yeah, Carhartt's oh. just cool. I have a beanie from them. Carhartt, Carhartt's winter jackets are solid. That's what we ended up going with for Steve for his winter jacket. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. By the way, Carhartt, get your shit together. Get friend of the podcast, John C. McGinley, back as the voice, okay? Yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, like, so I got Steve's, Steve's like, khaki color jacket with all the pockets that he always wore in the bay. Mm-hmm. That one was uh, the Duluth trading one. And that's... Yeah, yeah I remember. Right? Cause you were wearing, cause you were wearing like a matching one, right? Like, like a yeah, I had the blue, I had the blue, the blue long one. Oh, the blue long one. Yeah, and then actually when we moved here, so the blue long one was unlined. So, um, it was nice, like in the Bay Area, cause I threw it on like over a hoodie, and it was like a good like windbreaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like good when I travel, cause I can layer it. But here, I just wanted something a little bit warmer. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. So they had basically the same one with a hood, and then it had a fleece lining. It's yeah. just like a spring and fall jacket, like when I'm not ready for a snow coat, but I need more than a hoodie. Yeah, I mean, you, where you guys are, it's like totally snowing. Like those pictures were so snowy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that's that's nothing really. Like that's just a, an inch or two sprinkle kind of, yeah. a, kind of a storm. Yeah. I mean, we don't get much more than like maybe six inches for the most part. And then like once or twice a year, it's like a foot or two. Where yeah, we I mean, we end up with like two and a half feet at the max yeah when it's all piled up but um and then the other thing i'm going to highly recommend that i didn't get till i guess i got it the first year we moved in here but i didn't i didn't realize how much i would wear it um i just found again like at costco it was like 20 bucks it's a men's fleece lined hoodie and i was like well this will be warm but i don't know if this will be warm enough that's like the perfect thing to grab when I don't want to get fully geared up. Just to like take the trash out, check the mail. Totally, totally. Like I just need to throw something on over to show that I'm not to like to cover up that I'm not wearing a bra, but also it's nine degrees <laughs> out. 
totally well, loose lined hoodie so like get yourself a men's one yeah no it's you're totally right about sizing up because yeah like obviously you're going to be wearing like sweaters and sweaters underneath so that totally makes sense um and then the other thing too since like you do get cold um don't be afraid to get base layers like uniqlo their heat tech yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my mom. Like, so when my mom visited, she bought brought a whole bunch of <laughs> the heat tech stuff. She brought like heat tech leggings and heat tech like the top, and yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah. And then again, like if you end up going over to Costco, their uh, thirty-two degrees brand is basically the same thing. It's in the clothing area, but it'll be like two shirts in a box, like a little tiny like like what leggings would come in when you get the like not leggings off the rack mm, yeah, yeah 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 and they're quite warm too um they have a higher neck than the um uniqlo ones mm, okay like when i'm really cold i like that usually i like like more space because i'm warm-blooded but <laughs> yeah uh and then like um i can send you a link to my favorite wool tights they take a long time to ship because they're out of scotland oh wow but um they're really really warm and they're they come in really cute colors oh that's nice yeah they probably know what's up right because it gets pretty cold in scotland yeah and then they're another layer like if you're just like dying of cold or like you know you're gonna have to be outside in the cold like you're going to like a winter carnival or something mm -hmm. you do wool tights you do your wool socks you do your thermal leggings and then you do your pants right yeah, yeah i told i uh, i always wear like leggings underneath pants when it gets cold so that's a good tip yeah i should be getting tips from you guys you guys know like winter <laughs> oh izzy does I... oh yeah, I was yeah they're, they're they're just just like... <laughs> like below 30 yeah I, 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 I get tested on once in a while with new things so <laughs> outer layers are good because they're like you know yeah. like the canvas and stuff it's like really sturdy yeah so yeah, steve totally. hates like sherpa and mm. like plastic, like the Polar Tech fleece. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of it. So that was like, I needed something with like a seven foot like waistband. <laughs> so I'd come into extra tall and couldn't have Sherpa. Right, and, right, right. Like I was literally emailing companies and it was like, <laughs> uh, Duluth had just sold out their jacket that was like that. Mm -hmm. Carhartt had it and like one other place, I forget, but the Carhartt guy, like when he emailed me back, was like, and here's a 20% off coupon. And I'm like, sold. Oh, that's so nice. So like, if you know like what you want, feel free to like email the websites. If it's no. like, hey, I'm looking for this and I see you have this one, I see you have this one. Do they have things like inside pockets are awesome for putting your gloves in when you get inside. I mean, yeah, I mean, totally, because, you know, Carhartt is, you know, basically for, like, construction workers and stuff, so, like, yeah, and have, like, a zillion pockets, and, like, you know, so, totally makes yeah. sense. Exactly, but, yeah, like, feel free to, like, like even LLB, and, like, feel free to, like, email them and be, like, hey, I'm looking for this. Oh, they're super nice, them. like, I could tell that they're probably a good company, because everybody was super nice and really helpful without, like, unsolicited, like, super helpful at the shop. So at least this one we go to, they seem really nice. So, Good. but yeah, hope you guys are doing okay. Like, you know, COVID's yeah. not fun, even though, even if you're super vaccinated and stuff. So yeah, like for me, it was basically Sunday and Monday were kind of the rough days for me. Uh, since then, like I've been going to work, like if we need to go to the store or something, I'm the one running out there, you know, double masked up and 
getting like uh you know nyquil and dayquil and cool, cool, cool. whatever that kind of stuff but yeah is he uh, just because i think mainly because she has the pre-existing like lung stuff like asthma and stuff like that mm, it's yeah rough and like last night she slept pretty good but the night last four or five nights before that she wasn't so but, but yeah, she's doing better now and okay well it's one of those things we took the uh the COVID test like I, I took right uh two days ago mm-hmm. and it was like I don't, I don't know the line was a darker red than the control or whatever on it but then yeah. uh taking it today it was like a like a faint pink so it's like hey, yeah cool it's on the way out all right but, oh good good okay yeah. Yeah. yeah good good yeah it sucks but I know if it's anything like the like because I had pretty bad side effects from the vaccine and if it's anything like that it's definitely not fun so <laughs> yeah it's definitely like worse than the vaccine and I, yeah I also had bad effects don't recommend zero stars yeah yeah, yeah totally. I also feel like if I had not gotten the vaccine or if I had gotten a lesser vaccine I might be in the hospital right now yeah I know I mean yeah thank goodness that you guys are sane people <laughs> Because like my friend Janet got the Pfizer backs, no, the the she got the the J and J shot, the one shot. No, and yeah, when yeah. she got it, she did get she got hospitalized twice. Oh my god! And she had COVID for she tested positive for nine weeks straight. Dang! And like she's still having like breathing and blood pressure issues. Oh my god! And she also has fibromyalgia. And then she, so then her doctor gave her the Moderna shots, and then he also gave her the Pfizer shots. Wow. So like, because he's just like, yeah, you are like, you, you're you not having enough immunity. Dang. So, and then my friend Tiana has an autoimmune disease, and she got the, she got the vaccines, and they did an antibody test, and they showed that she did not have enough antibodies. Her body couldn't do it. And she ended up with COVID. her partner brought it home after a work trip and she tested positive for 82 weeks straight. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Really long. Oh my God. Dang. Are they all both okay? Yeah. 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 They both got over it. Like, but, but yeah, it's like, it's no joke. And people, I don't know. I know you take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, nobody's masked anymore in our town, but I mean, and, and, and I don't either, but like, you know, I do take, like, you know, like, I still know that it's real and all that, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We've definitely been like, we only wear our masks when we are in like really crowded situations or like if we're traveling, like fully admittedly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think like, the only place I wear it nowadays is to the vet because they have like a policy, but um, yeah, still, it's very scary. So thank God you guys are feeling better. Yeah, knock on wood, the pets haven't gotten it. Is it transmissible to pets? It is. Oh, wow. So dogs can both get it. My friend's dog got it when they got it. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. It's okay though, because I'm pretty sure Pickles has the uh, the cure, like in his bloodstream, because oh. he's an immortal vampire of some sort. I know he's gonna be 22 next year, babe. <gasps> wow, that's amazing. I know Is he's it? so old. No. Speaking of, how are your kitties? Oh my gosh, they're really big now. <laughs> like are they seven... Coon mixes? Sorry, what? Do they have Maine Coon in them? 
Um, they're a ragamuffin, which I think that's right. Ragamuffins are also big. Yeah, I think they're bred to be big, um, or something. I don't know. Um, but they're like seven months, but they're like eleven pounds now, which I think is about like. <laughs> you know, at least twice or not twice, but almost twice as I think what regular kitten weighs at their age. Yeah. I was going to say that's how much Cameron weighs full grown. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I think they're going to become really big. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it, I mean, when they run around with their zoomies, it sounds like a thunderstorm. <laughs> it's kind of funny. When Pickles was like, had more muscle wasn't just an old man he was 14 pounds so he was not a small cat yeah that's pretty big too yeah. he's so cool mr pickles all right sorry now that we're 20 minutes into the podcast yeah, sorry, we're oh ready. my gosh <laughs> ready for this classic let's do it Everything in Tammy's life is just great, but when you're young and in love, life can get very complicated. Especially when it involves an insanely jealous creep. That's my lady, all right? Late night phone calls. I want you to come over. Yes! Sneaking around in your own house. Did you lock the door? Don't worry. Your boyfriend getting dumped in a wild animal park. And a crazy doctor. Well, that's it. Who turns out to be a mad scientist. And if you're going to make an omelet, you have to break a few eggs, right? <laughs> With an insane invention that only needs a brain. Yes! But this Tyrannosaurus Rex just wants to be a party animal. <laughs> Even when you tell the truth, nobody believes it anymore. It was a dinosaur. What? It's more than a machine with a brain. I mean, it's a machine with feelings. We're on the brink of something special. Ah! We are going to be immortalized. Is that really you in there? Oh, Michael, what have they done to you? Oh, you poor thing. You gone crazy. Byron, I am not going crazy. This is just a little hard to explain. That's that boy dinosaur! We found the dinosaur, Sheriff. It's in a truck uh, being driven by your back uh, by your son. Byron? Yes, sir. See a couple of folks back in the hospital. They, they say he stole it. Stole what? The dinosaur. Oh, Jesus. That is my dinosaur that you are threatening. I made him and he's mine. Uh, what are we going to do? I will give you immortality. Not if Tammy has anything to say about it. Tammy and the T-Rex. Yeah. yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing Dinovember yes. with 1995's Tanny and the T-Rex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, but babe. Steve. We're not alone for this one. What? We, we couldn't possibly not share this. Uh, I'll share this with everybody. Uh, so joining us, we have 
Hanai, welcome Hanai. Oh, hi guys. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Just getting over that Rona. Um, and guys, just so you know, uh, <coughs> we we haven't had this Rona for the whole month. We just happened to schedule like all four of our episodes for this month the same week. Yeah. And you know, that's how it happens. So we're we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. It's Thanksgiving. We're fine. She's bringing a gong in the background. Yeah, that's what he's doing. But uh, but yeah, we're good. Yeah. How about you guys? <laughs> Thank goodness you guys are okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, was this your first time watching Tammy and the T-Rex? Yes. And Thank you guys. This was an amazing experience. <laughs> the first time followed by the second time and possibly a third time. <laughs> oh my gosh, maybe. I mean, it's a very easy one. I mean, I, I will get into this, but it, it is a really easy one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how, how did you watch it? Did you just uh, stream it or something? Or Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, I, I mean, full disclosure, I just watched it like maybe like 30 minutes ago, like I finished watching oh, it like 30 nice. minutes ago <laughs> because I was like, I was kind of just like, oh, you know, it'll probably be easy to find, you know, it's 2022. And like, <laughs> but then I ended up like scrambling to find it and had to like sign up, quickly sign up for a free trial of um, Shudder on Prime Video. Oh, so you watched the gory cut. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, is there a different cut? Cause it was pretty nasty. So, so Tammy, or uh, Tammy, <laughs> and I, and I, uh, Vinegar Syndrome last year came out with this uh, edition based on like the original, like Italian 35 millimeter print, uh, or Steve, what they call those, the gory cut. For those who don't know, what is Vinegar Syndrome? Oh, Vinegar Syndrome is this amazing DVD Blu-ray company out there that takes these uh, forgotten classics, we'll say, and gives them new life with like, 4K Ultra UHD whatever uh, renderings of their like original, you know, <laughs> 35 millimeters and stuff like that. Like movies that absolutely prints. deserve it. Yeah, for example, um, I currently have a pre-ordered version of Roadhouse that uh, will be arriving soon. Uh, last year we got uh, Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Uh, Champagne and bullets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And a lot, lot, lot of Italian macabre stuff, but uh, yeah, vinegar syndrome. Check them out, guys. But it's it, the most expensive subscription you'll join. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like thirty bucks, but you get a Blu-ray, DVD, poster, uh, the PG-13 edition that was released in America, and then the R-rated version or gory cut that you probably saw saw on uh, on Shutter. So there you go. That's amazing. <laughs> oh man! Before we really get into it, though, you drinking anything on your end today? I am. I got me a local beer made right here in this town of Cheshire, Connecticut, where I live. Ooh. Yeah. It's called Headway India Pale Ale by Counterweight Brewing Company. Ooh. Yeah. How about you guys? Well, uh, did you want a little sip of this? Oh. No, I shouldn't. No, okay. Well, uh, I got from uh, Uinta Brewing, uh, their Ellipses Barrel-Aged Oatmeal Stout. Uh, small batch, limited release. I seem to remember them saying this was like 12% something alcohol like by volume, yeah. something like that. But uh, That's pretty hardcore for a beer. Yeah, right? A nice little 12-ounce can, but uh, my top. Stop. Nice. 
Oh yeah, look at that. It's a nice dark chestnut color. Just just looking in there, like my little ruby highlights and stuff on the side. But yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it smells like bourbon. Mm, a little bit of chocolate. Mm. Oh yeah, that is that is delicious. Yeah, it's like a it's like if you got a Hershey's chocolate, dipped it in some bourbon and ate it. Oh, a nice so little good. alcohol burn on top of it too. Woo. Woo. Oh, that'll get rid of that ruiner. Just rubbing it in. How about your uh, Headway IPA, Hanai? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's nice. I mean, <laughs> even though it's almost winter, it's like a nice kind of summery, cool, <laughs> goes down real easy. Excellent. Nice. Uh, so Tammy and the T-Rex. Uh, from writer-director Stuart Raphael. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he directed The Tender Warrior, sounds hot, uh, Across the Great Divide, mm-hmm. High Risk, <clears throat> Ice Pirates. Oh, snap. Yeah, Philadelphia Experiment, Mac and Me, Mannequin 2 on the Move, This, The New Swiss Family Robinson, Grizzly Falls, and Croc. Uh, but he also wrote Passenger 57. Oh, Wesley Snipes classic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Oh. yeah. And uh, written by Gary Brockett. Who is he? Uh, basically, he just did this in a short, uh, but he was also an actor and a, a first assistant director in the 2000s. Uh, the last movie he's credited with was uh, Awesomest Maximus. Have any of you guys ever seen this one? I have not. It's no. one of those like parody movies for uh-huh. like. <laughs> Uh, 300. I think Will Sasso was the star or something like that. I think I saw it once. It was like on Comedy Central or something. But, okay. Yeah. But of course, starring in this masterpiece, we have baby-faced Denise Richards as Tammy. Woo-hoo. Even even babier-faced Paul Walker as Michael. <laughs> Terry Kaiser as Dr. Wakinski, or as I have in my notes, Dr. Bernie for half the time. <laughs> Oh, uh, by the way, Hanai, have you seen the Weekend at Bernie movies? No, I haven't. Was he in that movie? Yeah, he's he's Bernie, um, <laughs> the, the titular character who the the boss dies, and yeah, two guys basically. Right, right, right. Him. Okay, you're familiar with the concept of the movie. Uh, right? Yes, I do know that a dead guy gets puppeted. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, also, in this movie, uh, Sean Whalen as Weasel, uh, George Buck Flowers as Norval. And uh, even a little guest cameo from uh, Efren Ramirez as Pizza Boy. Yeah. Who's I thought I recognized that Pizza Boy. Oh, that's right. And I, you were on about the, uh, the Crank movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the, the twin brothers or whatever from the two Crank movies. Amazing. What a twisted comeback, uh, callback. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, so, we, uh, so we start off, we pop in our Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray for the Gory Con. Um, and uh, had I did, did you notice anything weird about the title of this movie when it came up on the screen? Oh yeah, it was like a different title. It was um, ta- I wrote this down. It was Tanny and the Teenage T Rex. Yep, that was the original title. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we watched it on Shutter, and it came up with that. We're like, wait, are we watching the right movie, or is this some like bad knockout? No, that's definitely Denise Richards. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, we see Denise Richards and her uh, her cheerleading troop doing their thing to uh an absolute banger of a song uh Hannah, you want to take it away 
The song? Oh my gosh, I don't think I'm paying attention. I'm a dinosaur man. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I wasn't paying attention. I think I was just like, you know, I couldn't get over the fact that, you know, like this is the era of where high schoolers are all like 45 year old actors. Yep. 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 My, ne- my next note after that is these girls are all teenagers. Right. <laughs> Definitely not a like a Friday night at Cheetos or something like that. Right. But. <laughs> I was, I was too distracted by like the full-grown <laughs> ladies doing the cheerleading dance at the high school gym. Yeah. <laughs> but like any warm-blooded American male, uh, Paul Walker uh, then walks into screen to oh, you know, watch a little cheerleader. Yeah. In his man crop top? Oh, my God. Yeah, the whole midriff or whatever. I my exact words were, hey, Steve, when you were in sports, you were a lot of crop tops, <laughs> right? <laughs> And and me being a jackass, I was like, oh, look, the ghost of Paul Walker came in to watch. And it's like, oh, shit, they see him. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, who's, whose abs am I supposed to be impressed by, Denise Richards or Paul Walker? <laughs> hey, whichever works, both. right? <laughs> totally. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. We've had Paul Walker, his name's Michael, and, of course, she's Tammy. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they walk... Uh, uh, walk Tammy to class and I, I don't know there's a whole bunch of uh, uh, oh that's right uh, she introduces them to her her best friend Byron uh, and I how would you describe Byron well <laughs> he's like well he's a very um, well-dressed <laughs> man like in a daishiki, um, yeah. like the flamboyant gay best friend character <laughs> and I like how, <laughs> like, after, like, oh, yeah, this is Byron. Oh, I'm nice to meet you, Michael, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, after he walks away, he's like, wait, uh, Denise, like, looks at my, like, wait, you know Byron, don't you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, everybody knows Byron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's an awkward little scene, but okay. I don't know. This, like, 100% feels like how I've met some, like, or not met, but, like, been reintroduced to, like, some eccentric people in my life. Like, like oh yeah that's the guy you know who hangs out and you know at the bar and that's it all oh yeah have you met so and so like everybody knows says oh hello yes yeah. I did not notice you nice <laughs> oh, well, this, this is also when uh, Michael slips a little uh, yellow tulip or whatever into Tammy's bag and she's like oh that's so sweet Aww. but I I can't you know he'd kill you if he found out blah 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 I'm like wait who are we talking about oh that's right her ex-boyfriend Billy who's apparently a fucking psycho um <laughs> but he may not be the only one because what 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 does Michael do with this flower oh my god <laughs> he eats it he eats it yeah just uh like oh okay nom, 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 nom. <laughs> how how weird but you know it'll come back later yeah we need this but some of those things like first time watching it's like oh so she knows how to pick them got it (laughs) uh Uh, but yeah billy rolls up like he's uh the bad guy for miami connection with all of his friends in a drop top and just like hey what are you doing hanging around this asshole (laughs) (laughs) and it's like come on billy stop no no fighting and so of course billy and michael start getting in a fight and there's like fucking elbow drops like it's like wrestling moves yeah oh and there's like i don't know 40 people like circled around like yeah fucking kill him yeah (laughs) thirst for blood you know (laughs) it's like the weirdest like 
fighting like wrestling moves and then you know like the crotch grab and it's like what happened to like knives and you know baseball bats oh you heard it here nice all all about the the more violent uh weapon <laughs> <based> <laughs> fighting. look she grew up in a tough neighborhood it's, yeah. just, it just sounded it just was so weird because they're supposed to like this tough gang and then they're just like you know doing like these w i mean i guess they're supposed to be teenagers so yeah yeah they just grab each other's balls and start <laughs> squeezing ah, ah. but how does this uh how, how does this squeeze off end well the cops show up and break them <laughs> up and then uh, like what we have here is a testicular standoff or something <laughs> like that. i mean you're being generous it took a lot like 10 minutes for them to get them oh. with each other. Oh yeah, there, there was more more grad ass in this scene than like Top Gun Maverick. I know, that's tough to say. <laughs> yeah, but. They were like the most ineffective cops. It was like, they were <laughs> they were a hate crime, like those cops. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, eventually you break them up and they're like, well thanks, son, which you ain't got no balls. He's like, no, I've got a cup on, though. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, of course, Billy's like, oh, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to fucking kill you. You're dead. You're dead. You hear me? They're like, yeah, yeah, that's great, Billy. Whatever. <laughs> and then, of course, Tammy, you know, seeing all this, she just like runs off like, oh, no, I can't believe they're fighting over me. And uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, but luckily Byron's there like, hey, it's OK, Michael. She's just going through some shit. She'll be all right. Yeah, she'll figure her shit out, bro. We then cut to a completely different movie because there's a Tyrannosaurus Rex in a foggy fucking room. <laughs> and, and this is where we meet uh, Dr. Gunther Wackenstein or whatever his name is. Uh, Dr. Bernie, as I have in my notes. Um, and his hot chick assistant. Uh, what was her name? Helga? Helga, yeah. Yeah, Helga sounds right. Um, and some rando bodybuilder. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then, uh, and then we have Ezekiel from Children of the Corn as like another doctor, just kind of in yeah. the background, tackling. <laughs> Definitely not sober. Yeah, but yeah, they're showing off this uh, apparently uh, this Tyrannosaurus Rex robot that you know is hooked up to a computer, and uh, but uh, you know Doctor Wackenstein or whatever, he's like, no, we must give it an actual brain immediately. Oh, I would give him immortality. It would be the greatest, uh, you know, step in science since atom bomb or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, that's cool. Then we cut back to Dawson's Creek where, uh, <laughs> where Tammy's just, you know, sitting on her bed and just thinking about something. I don't know. So she calls Michael and she's like, hey, <laughs> take it away, babe. Hey Michael, I really, hey. I really just need you. Uh, what? Wait, what? I, I'm sorry about having today, but could you just like come over? I really want yeah. to hear. Oh, <laughs> and she is talking to the dust, the cloud of dust that was Michael, as he's already like at the window. Like, is this how I come in? <laughs> oh, he's already come three times. Yeah, he's like, oh god, I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah sneaks in the window uh, and then the these like girls in a jeep roll by it's like billy's i, I don't know side pieces or something They're like oh my god i can't believe can't believe he's over there we should call billy yeah <laughs> but uh yeah uh, so michael like comes in the window and he like i don't know knocks over a vase or something you know some sort of ruckus and then her phone rings and it's the dad downstairs like you okay up there sweetie <laughs> like 
Do I do I need to get out of my chair to come help you? No, Daddy, it's okay. I just it uh, like a phone from like the 1940s or something. <laughs> it was a fucking rotary dial, like those. Uh, 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 what do they call it? The room was like was designed by somebody who's never been inside a girl's room before. Like it would look like a grandma. It was like grandma's room. It was like a grandma's witness protection room or something. Like, it's just oh, like, right here next to my hope chest on my clawfoot tub or whatever. Yeah, it was like, the weirdest like room ever yeah anyway sidetrack <laughs> no, no 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 that's that's what we're here for <laughs> um, yeah so they uh they start making out oh, i don't want to wait <laughs> but then Brilliant. billy shows up with all of his buddies and they just basically just barge in the house i love how the dad's like i'll just tell them to get out of here but they just like <laughs> come right through and he's like hey what what's the meaning of this and then it's like running upstairs to <laughs> I don't know, rape his daughter for all he knows. I'd be like, well, right? shotgun, clack, clack. Yeah. This, yeah. Vincent, 100% is the worst dad. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's even worse than uh, Uncle Bob or whatever later oh in the week. Uncle Bob. <laughs> yeah, because at least Uncle Bob showed up. Like, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he was at least present, yeah, <laughs> sort of, in a way. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Michael ends up like, running out the window and you know running off into forever and of course they're like grabbing bats and shit and like chasing behind them in a car and they like run into the woods and just you know crack them across the back with a bat pop them in the trunk and then billy says something like oh yeah i i got an idea yeah put them in the trunk yeah yeah i got a real good idea so then they take this like drop top cadillac to a safari yeah you know, the wild and, animal park. Yeah. And, and, and when they first pull in, I'm like, well, right now, Michael's the safe one. Right? Because <laughs> the other guys are in a drop top in a safari. Yeah. But yeah. Like, where the F is this in America where like you could like drive <laughs> five oh, minutes yeah. in a safari? Yeah. yeah. Zanesville, Ohio, I think was one. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's Oklahoma. Oh. You, you've seen Tiger King. Oh. Oh, there's one in Nevada that we drive by when we're driving to California. Oh, yeah, yeah, the safari one. Yeah. Um, it's, a t- it's like Tiger Town or something. Yeah. There's like a safari in Santa Rosa, but like, I mean, you well, can't that- just drive five minutes and be there. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. No, no. And that nowhere. one's like, that one is an animal preserve that also happens to do safari expeditions. They, their main thing is that they help provide genetic diversity for zoos. Right, so they trade out breeding uh, pairs. They also don't have like carnivores walking around. I remember because I've been there and they only have like herbivores and stuff that are walking around, like a couple gazelles or something. Yeah, yeah like, or like elephants and, or giraffes and stuff. But like the couple of cheetahs they have are inside cage, not cages, but like in a like fenced in place. Habitat yeah, they yeah. they're they're an inclo- in, in 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 an enclosure. Yeah, when Steve took me for my birthday, yeah. we got extra time with the giraffes because the guy oh, opened so one of the gates and one of the water buffaloes stomped at him and he was like, nope, we're not going in that paddock. We're going back to the giraffes. <laughs> Which made me happy because yeah. I was going for the giraffes. That place is awesome. But yeah, that like they just, you know, drove for like five minutes in their Cadillacs or whatever and they were there. So Yeah, one, one little lock is all it took and they're like, all right, cool, I guess we're in. No one's even here. By the way, one of the guys was like, this place gives me the fucking creeps. And I'm like, it's a safari. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it must be all the ghosts of the other people this guy has killed and left here. No. But 
But yeah, like uh, they basically pulled Michael out of the trunk and Ezio still got like a concussion or something. And uh, he's basically like, hey, buddy, you know, uh, I, I understand, you know, Tammy's a nice girl. Uh, I'm going to let you go. What? No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> he's just like, um, sure. Thank you, I, I guess. <laughs> cool. Cool. All right. And they just drive off. And yeah, that's when like a lion and a panther start creeping around. I'm like, oh shit, run! Ah! But yeah, Michael gets uh gets eaten by a fucking lion. Yeah. Yep. Roll credits. So. <laughs> oh no! Uh, <laughs> roll credits, guys. What do we think of the animated T Rex? A lot less T Rex than you might think. <laughs> no. Um. Oh, that's right. And then uh, game warden Stan Lee shows up for his cameo to save the day. Yeah. Oh my god. By the way, he like drove up in like a Subaru and like on in the door on the door was like a sticker from Kinko's that said yep. Game Warden on it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh but yeah, he, yeah, I guess you know, kind of we see him like fire a shot and then we like cut to the hospital and uh Denise and uh or not Denise, uh Tammy, Tammy and Byron show up and they're like, where's Michael Jones or whatever his name is? Oh, he's in the uh, ICU. Uh, oh, okay. And uh, Uncle Bob's just crashed out, drunk and asleep there next to uh, basically Michael in a coma. Yeah. Oh, Uncle Bob's drunk. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they get there, you know, say their thing. And then Billy, like, shows up and uh, Tam- Tammy just, like, slaps the shit out of him. He's like, <laughs> hey, hey, I understand. It's okay. I hope he's going to be okay. And blah, blah, blah. And then, like, he gets kicked in the nuts or something. And <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's about right. Get out of here. Get out of here, Billy. Ugh. And then uh, and then Dr. Bernie shows up and, <laughs> and he's got his uh nurse uh, assistant or what. Oh, that's right. He was like called in by like the real by the other doctor. It was like, yeah, yeah, this kid's in a coma. I don't know how to help him. You're the expert of uh you know brain activity, Dr. Bockenstein. He's like, oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, perfect, perfect. Thank I think you. he also like they also mentioned that. They were willing to pay doctors a couple thousand dollars for a, a good brain in a dead body. So I think that's the other reason he got called. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, so he, so he goes in there and uh, he's basically like, oh, I'm here to check out the Michael, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, how was it, Byron that said, uh, like, the, 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 the assistant, Helga or whatever, was like, okay, I remember you from a movie. And uh, Dr. Brain's like, you haven't seen that movie, my friend. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I did clock that. Oh, yeah, she's like, what movie is that? She's like, oh, you, you didn't see that one. <laughs> yeah, so they basically like uh like disconnect a wire or whatever and like stage him Michael dying. He's like, oh no, uh, live, live, damn you. Well, I guess that's all we can do. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Like when he was giving CPR, he was like, live, live. <laughs> <laughs> well, you win some, you lose some. Anywho, um, are you the the family, or is it this drunken bastard here in the chair? And like, uh, I, I seem to remember like Tammy and Byron like both faint or whatever. So he's like, "All right, well, taking care of this corpse is going to be easier than I thought. Uh, we'll just come back and take him later." And uh, oh, that's right, they like steal the body and then he like wakes up halfway through and they end up like bonking him on the head or something. Yeah, I was really confused. I'm like, oh, so like, was he not mauled, or maybe that was just like a joke or something? No, like, no, it's just they they say that you know he was mauled and he was in a coma, but I guess disconnecting him, like he all you know snapped out of it. I guess I don't know. <laughs> but he was like, yeah. I had the weirdest dream, and you were there, and you were there. And they're like, all right, enough of this, funk. <laughs> <laughs> 
so yeah then they uh then they start the process of uh transplanting uh, sorry transplanting michael's brain into a robotic t-rex every young boy's dream and uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, we see them, yeah you know, take it away Hanai. how do they how do they get to that brain well, he just like straight up like got a scalpel and like sliced his head and they like show that and then, oh. like drill the oh, hole. Hanai, Hanai, that's not a scalpel. That was a jigsaw that they used. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't actually looking at it straight on. So maybe that's, yeah, that's why I, I didn't clock the jigsaw. But yeah. And then they like drill the hole. And yeah, it was a whole thing. They showed everything, at least in the, the cut that I saw. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They show like open it oh, up yeah. and then like touch the parts of the brain where like yeah, yeah. You know, the leg will kick and the arm will slap and the yeah. bone comes and dances around. Yeah. Oh, oh, and then him and Helga kiss and he's like, "Will you save that one for later?" Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, those two. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. And then there's even a scene where he starts like seizing a little bit and uh, Helga's like, yeah. "What's wrong with him?" And then you see little. Uh, uh, children of the corn guy in the background he's lost his mind <laughs> like th thanks thanks <laughs> thanks buddy uh, so yeah basically they uh, end up putting his brain in a punch bowl and putting a couple <laughs> skewers into it and uh that's uh apparently good enough for a wi-fi connection to this robot yep. t-rex and uh yeah they're like all right cool we'll test it out in the morning bobby and carl you guys clean up I know they're so blasé about it. They're like, you know, you know, we'll, we'll just like leave it there. Yeah, it's like at the end of like Frankenstein, like he's alive, alive. Uh, Igor, clean this shit up. I gotta go through it. <laughs> we're back at nine. <laughs> uh, so yes, then um, you know they're like, oh, I don't want to clean this stuff up. Can I just order a pizza? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. So they uh, then we see uh, Pedro from uh, Napoleon Dynamite pulling up, and he's uh. Got a pizza, walks into the warehouse. Hello? Anybody <laughs> in here? And he turns around and see this giant T-Rex looming over him. Ah! And he runs off, leaving the pizza behind. And then, yeah, Bobby and Carl come out and they're like, did you hear something out here? <laughs> oh, looks, looks like they left the pizza. Oh, okay, cool. Let's, uh, let's have that. Uh, <laughs> the whole scene where they, like, staple Michael's head back together or something and, uh, um little uh little bobby the the children of corn guy he's like talking shit to the robot dinosaur like hmm, my computer is 10 times better a million times better than brain yeah. <laughs> uh so then the t-rex comes to life and uh bites his head off yeah that was gnarly too <laughs> yeah. oh, the, oh the best part is it bites the head off you like you see the head like rip off and the rest of the body like runs and smashes oh, yeah. into boxes. <laughs> So good. Oh, that's fantastic. Headless chicken. <laughs> and then one of my favorite scenes. Uh he like the T-Rex like glances over and sees, you know, Michael's corpse lying there. Yes. <laughs> and then he grabs a nearby mirror and like looks oh into it. The hand mirror. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh good. But I tell me about the the hands in the, in this movie. <laughs> oh my god. Well, first you skipped over the fact that he like tenderly caresses his like body with like his oh hair. yeah, he like his strokes his hair, hair like oh, yeah. oh. with his like little like little T Rex talon. He like tenderly caresses <laughs> Paul Walker's face, and then he picks up that tiny hand mirror and it's like oh my god, and it's definitely a LOL moment. Yeah. <laughs> And when you say I it's tiny little T-Rex, yeah, it's like, yes. yeah, 
Yeah, the, the, the handwork or the claw work or whatever work is definitely the star of this movie. <laughs> oh, definitely. That's true. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he gives that a little uh, roar when he sees himself in the mirror. And then uh, Carl comes in. He's like, oh, you know, the bodybuilder guy. He's like, what are you doing here? Oh, look out. He like kicks him through a wall and then stomps on him. Oh my God. Yeah. Squashes his face. Amazing. Yep, and then uh, and then we realize there's apparently a nightclub next door to uh, this warehouse they were <laughs> <Yeah>. at. And <laughs> the the both businesses mutually just don't ask any questions. Yeah, it's true. Right. But there's <laughs> a there's a payphone in between them though. So uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, what happens tonight? Oh well, first there was like a grandma or something <laughs> like I don't know betting like horse on horses or something through the phone. Oh, yeah, I don't know what she was doing. <laughs> yeah, she's usually on the phone like yeah, give me five on the mare. Ah! like runs away when she sees runs away and then like paul walker the dinosaur decides to like make a phone call (laughs) yeah so he calls yeah he calls up tammy just a little boop boop beep boop beep and puts it to his ear yes like gif is from that gif of the dinosaur (laughs) my favorite gift is to pull out whatever the greatest gif of ever Yes. Oh my God. Beep, boop, but, uh, yeah. This whole scene is very reminiscent of the payphone scene from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see that. Again, yeah, yeah. So Tammy picks up <laughs> on the other end. Hello. <laughs> Her um, answering machine picks up, and he's like, "Ah." Oh, that's right, because she's at the party already. That's right. He like, he, like leaves the message, and it's like... By the way, she, okay, I don't know if anybody else clocked this, but on her... Because, like, they pan across her room to show that she's not there. She has, like, this rate with, like, low-key racist doll on her bed. I don't know if her... Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely got a little... Um, Mammy doll? Schmoogie? Or yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. She has, like, a man... Or, like, one of those, like, sort of... Yeah. <laughs> She she has the one that Spike Lee made a whole mm. like thing about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely off the bamboozled yeah, side. I'm like, yeah. what in the racist grandma's house is like? Like, so, okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm bring up this fun fact right now that uh, to save money, all locations were within 25 minutes of the director's house. Um, I'm pretty sure this might be like um, <laughs> his the house. bedroom or like his wife's room or something like that. Maybe it's his guest room, and somebody was like, or his mom's. I brought my kid's favorite toy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. No. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, then we cut to a, you know, typical teenage party, you know, hey, one of our classmates was just eaten alive by, di- by lions and then died in a coma or something. Let's party. Woo. And Tammy's there and I'm like, oh, I know. Why? I know. I mean, you know, it's, you know teenage pressure and stuff i get it she was you know peer pressure high school pressure whatever i guess yeah she has to keep up appearances you <laughs> yeah, know yeah. yeah 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 yeah. but then uh then billy shows up and like hey Tammy, what are you doing here? he's like just leaving bye <laughs> and then we like pan over to the bartender who i thought was neil patrick harris for a second <laughs> i thought it was like paul simon or something <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> or uh or he kind of looked like a uh, uh, Garfunkel, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's like, "Hey, I'm Caveman Ken. What can I get for you?" I'm like, get the I fuck. feel like he must be famous because it was such a weird, like, you know, like a few minutes that was just featuring this person. I, I'm, I must be, but 
yeah, maybe. Or I don't know. Maybe it's like an inside joke where it's like the director's friend or something. But he's like one of the director's friends or whatever. Like, hey, can I have a speaking role? Sure. Well, what, what's my name? I don't know. Ken. Ken just <laughs> Ken. Fine. Caveman Ken. Go. I've only got two days to shoot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we see uh, the the T Rex is kind of scanning the party, like looking around, like where's Tammy? Like. <laughs> And then, um, I don't know, Billy, he, he's hanging out with one of the psycho chicks or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they decide, uh, hey, now's the time to go to Pound Town. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, um, uh, Billy's buddy, uh, Weasel, played by Sean Whalen, he's kind of like following along and he's like, no, 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 you stay here. I'm about to, you know, get it wet. And <laughs> he's like, oh, okay, fine, without me, I guess. And then he like turns and like pees and he's peeing on the T-Rex. Yeah. Uh, Hanai, what happens? <laughs> well, uh, you know, Paul Walker, the T-Rex gets really angry and <laughs> proceeds to basically like disembowel this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like kicks him in the torso or whatever and like rips all of his guts out. So they're, like dropping out of his hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Pretty gnarly. And then, uh, and then, yeah, Michael, the T-Rex, kind of wanders over to where Billy and the girl is, and uh, <laughs> apparently she's a screamer. She's like, oh, God, ah, ah, ah. And he's like, yeah, I'm good, right? I'm good, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, right? Yeah, yeah tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm good. <laughs> tell me I'm good. And then, uh, yeah, you know, the T-Rex just, like, grabs her by the leg and, like, lifts her up, and he's like, oh, shit, zip. You know, like you're trying to get out there, and where she's like, ah, why? And then uh, Billy like runs to I don't know, tell a tent of people that there's a dinosaur out there, right. and uh, he ends up getting like his head bitten off, like lifted up off screen, and the body falls. Yeah, uh, I mean, like it was, it was almost like a, like an anticlimactic death of Billy. Like I thought, you know. They would like you're waiting for like the final standoff where it's yeah. like the bazooka versus the t-rex or something <laughs> right but then again like thinking that like michael is a teenager so i'm like you know probably he would have just killed him instead of like tortured him forever like <laughs> i feel like maybe it is a very teenage move to just like immediately he, kill him <laughs> he wasn't gonna do the long con mind games or whatever and make <laughs> billy do it himself or something <laughs> or just like torture him a little bit more than just like he ripping did. his head off in one go yeah, but, he's not, well, not going to tie Billy up and make some <laughs> love to his mother or something. Oh, my God. You guys, it's just like, he's got those little bitty T-Rex arms. You know how hard it would be to, like, dig a hole and uh, to lower the lotion down oh, into Oh, that's the what hole. the jaw's for, babe. You can, like, clear out a whole gravesite with one of those jaws. It's like a, like a, like a front loader. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how T-Rexes do it, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> T-Rexes love to dig. Right. Um... Oh, but yeah, so he's like running around there at the party. He's like, oh, guys, the dinosaur fucking killing everybody. <laughs> and then he runs into Byron. And Byron's like, ah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and, um, I, but then uh, I, I think Byron like trips or something. And uh, Michael's like standing over him. And then like reaches down, like stands him up and like brushes off his shoulder or something. Yeah. And Byron's <laughs> like, what is happening right now? It was really funny the dusting off of the shoulders. That was really funny. Yeah, 
<laughs> oh, but then a couple of the punks or whatever, like, run under a car to, like, hide under it. Yeah. And Michael, like, steps on the car, and you just get the, like, squish, like, like a fucking ketchup packet. <laughs> yeah, and, like, there's, like, eyes pop out and stuff. It's, yeah, it was gnarly. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, then the, uh, the cops show up, and, uh, okay, so, so... The sheriff pulls up, and then we get the the two cops from earlier, the kind of like country bumpkin guys, oh and uh, and one of them, Norval, he's like on the radio, he's like, "Hello, this is Sheriff Black's deputy," and I'm like, "Wait, yeah, that right." <laughs> <laughs> yep, apparently Sheriff Black is the sheriff of this town. Oh my god, yeah, Sheriff Black, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> this will come out later, but he is black. Oh yeah. Oh, when we find out he's Byron's dad or whatever, I was like, wait. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah I mean, come on, they're the only two black guys in town. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> Just again. Oh my God. But yeah, these like, these two like bumbling, it's like Lieutenant Misogyny and, you know, Sergeant Homophobe. Like, it's just the 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're like asking the kids, like, hey, what happened here? Why is it a goddamn bloodbath? And like, <laughs> I think there was like a girl that was like at the bar or whatever with Cap, uh, Captain Caveman Ken or whatever. Uh, she's <laughs> yeah. like, no, it was a dinosaur. And, uh, like uh, Norval's in the back are like, she's hysterical, Sheriff. You're going to have to slap it out of her. Yes! <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but yeah, Byron is like, no, Dad, really, it was a dinosaur. They're, they're not fucking around. And of course, Sheriff's like, I can't believe that. He, was anyone doing drugs here? He's like, Were there yeah, drugs at this party? Yeah, probably, but not me and not her. And, you know. So then we cut to morning, and uh, we see Helga cleaning up Carl. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, cleaning up Carl. She's basically like trying to roll him up, like like a fucking uh... <laughs> like a fruit roll up. It was really yeah. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Um, shit, whatever. Yeah, the doctor is excited. I was like, oh yeah, you see, it's fully operational. Oh man, who has find it now? And uh, I don't know. We cut to. Uh, Tammy just coming out of the shower and I'm like oh I just missed it but she's wrapped up in a towel and uh, she uh, kind of just brushing her hair in the mirror and realizes something out the window holy shit it's a T-Rex <laughs> but by the way Tammy didn't know that a T-Rex destroyed the party and killed a bunch of her friends last night this is just brand new to her yeah <laughs> just something to keep in mind yeah she left she just went home yeah but like called her and was like by the way <laughs> After yeah. you left, this crazy thing happened. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, she screams. And I uh, like how like the parents like downstairs like making margaritas or some shit. <laughs> they start blender off like, do you hear something? Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, they go check on her. And uh, yeah, apparently she's just been taken out the window and abducted and taken to a barn. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So then uh, and we see her like, you know, lying down like just waking from unconsciousness in this barn and it like pans over and you see this i don't know 30 foot tall t-rex looming over her and she's like ah oh what do you want from me and then a uh, little sock hand offers her a flower and he eats the flower my michael is that you oh, or, or, okay, or, or, oh there's like a 10 charades yeah like thing. 10 minutes of fucking charades like, but, charades yeah. was amazing sounds like brain Brain. <laughs> oh, brain, brain. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Jerking off. Um, <laughs> the, again, the, the hand work, the claw work. Amazing. Michael's brain. Where's Michael's brain? I don't get it. I don't get it. 
<laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Michael's brain. I wish I I wish I was exaggerating, guys. <laughs> There's definitely some drugs at that party if she can like under comprehend that dinosaur that fast. Yeah. Oh, and then we come back to the parents and they're like, oh, that's right. I don't know. Someone just took her out. Must have been a UFO or something. And the sheriff's <laughs> like, obviously it wasn't a UFO. It was a dinosaur, apparently. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> what the fuck about a dinosaur? Like, yeah, it's a long story. A bunch of kids were killed last night by one. Uh, don't worry about it, though. Oh, and, and she wanders back up and they're like, oh, my God, Tammy, what happened? Was it a dinosaur? Oh, what? No. Um, I think it was like a meteor. Yeah, um, I went to go check it I out, but I couldn't find it. it. Well, we see uh, Dr. Bernie and his assistant. They're just like kind of camped outside of her house. Where we're like, ah, you see, she's been with him. I can tell by the way she's walking. And I'm like, oh, dude. Not, yeah. no, not, I mean, did that happen yet? No. But, called for. <laughs> like, you know, probes. <laughs> yeah, probes. Yes, then uh, Tammy tells Byron, like, oh, yeah, it's Michael. His brain was put into a dinosaur, and he took me to a barn, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, okay, that makes total sense. Let's keep this going. Uh, <laughs> but she's like, hey, but we got to get a new uh, body so we can put Michael's brain back into, you know, a body. So we got to go hit up the funeral home. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, then we, like, cut to, like, Michael's funeral. Oh, that's right, because they're going to try to get his body originally. That's right. Yeah. So we cut to Michael's funeral. And uh, Tammy's grieving dress. I mean, oh, she's grieving. oh my god, oh my god, she's dressed like a slutty Wiccan at like. Oh, this yeah. <laughs> oh, she's dressed like she's off Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh hell yeah. Oh yeah, I mean it is the time, I guess. Right? Like <laughs> Loki, like I wish I ever had the confidence or the body to rock that. Yeah, me too. At a funeral, she was dressed like a like a prostitute from Portland or something. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> all right, can we explain this? So she's in a spaghetti strap, crushed velvet, dark red dress, which I believe dark red means you slept with the bride. <laughs> and it's like, there's a whole thing mean. about what colors you wear to wedding. Supposedly mean things to white people. I don't know. Um, it's like a, chain, <laughs> a chain belt of like crosses. Yes. Oh yeah, and it's a high low dress, so it's like super high at the thigh and long in the back. Yeah, and, and she has like, like, that, like that clueless hat, like, you know, like the sheriff's hat. <laughs> yes, and the combat boots. Like, I'm not like, it's not a bad look. Um, I probably wouldn't wear it to a funeral. No, I mean, nobody was like wearing funeral <laughs> attire. Like, not just that. I mean, they were the most egregious, but like when they panned across everybody, everybody was kind of just wearing like, you know, what you wear to a school assembly or something. Like, it was just yeah. whatever. It, it, whatever it, 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 you know, see, even Uncle Bob with like his speech or whatever, he's just kind of like, well, you know, Michael was a good shit. Um, yeah. And I people laughed that. too. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys, I just realized. Okay, Steve, this is a period piece because it has a woman in it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, but uh, it's a period piece. This is how people dress for funerals in the 90s. We're just not used to it now because of today's like. Babe, that, we've got that's a goddamn lie standards. because there was no hip hop Looney Tunes shirts being worn at that funeral. You can't have that kind of branded content in a movie. Sure, you can. Let's <laughs> put tape over it. But I mean, yeah. Steve, Helga's, Helga's funeral attire was actually the okay. It wasn't appropriate, but she was wearing a black veil. <laughs> it was slightly more conservative. Yeah, right? slightly yeah, more conservative. Like Helga's like constant like booby straps 
Oh my God. Like when she crashed the hospital earlier in the movie. Yes. Like a dominatrix in a doctor's coat, like lab coat. That was pretty funny. Yeah, Babe, she, I think I need booby straps. Yeah, she was basically in like her sexy nurse <laughs> Halloween outfit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like and everybody believes people would be like, "This is like not believable." Yeah, yeah. This this isn't until the second scene. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta um, find out. We gotta. We you're doing laundry in the first scene. Then we find out if he gets stuck. <laughs> oh man, funeral is wild. Uh. So yeah. Oh yeah. And like Michael, we see him like. Okay, we see a giant T-Rex watching the funeral from like 20 yards away behind everybody and nobody notices. I know. That's so fun. And it was like a running gag for the whole movie too. He'd be hiding behind like trees with like three leaves on them, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the doctor's there at the funeral too. Like, oh yeah, we got to do is follow Tammy and she'll take us to the dinosaur. It'll be great. By the way, we should we should be doing this stuff already for like doggies. We can make like little doggy bodies and put the doggy brains into them and you know, that, that'll be our real business. And I'm like, yeah, maybe you should just focus on that for right now. Right. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Tammy uh, then dives into the grave to go get the body out of the casket, opens it up, and, ah! Oh, that's a nasty, rotten fucking body, Rod! Oh, there's rats! Ah, oh, fuck, 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 fuck! And he's been buried, like, what, like, maybe five hours? <laughs> With that, but, yeah. yeah, well, he's been dead a couple days? Maybe a couple of days. I guess, I guess like a day, huh? He was decomposed like straight up, like maybe if it was like a couple months. Yeah, yeah. It was like I was even like, wait, is that supposed to be Michael? Is that just a random body that they right. threw in there? But yeah, because it, yeah, it's only been let's say thirty, let's say maybe two full days. Because because <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was basically that night he killed all the people, and then it's not even the following night, right? Yeah. yeah. But but he was eaten by lions. Nice. But, he was, nice. but he was in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter because uh, Doctor and Helga try to kidnap Tammy, and uh, Tammy's like, "Nope," and like fucking hits him with a shovel or something, like knocks him into the grave, and like her and Byron go running off, and uh, they're like, "All right, cool. We need to go find a new body then. Let's go to the morgue." <laughs> Oh my god, the morgue. My second yeah. favorite place of this movie, which basically had a sign that said morgue. Yeah, uh, what, what, what did they do there, Hanai? Basically, they started shopping for dead bodies. Like, basically the same thing that the evil doctor was doing, so it's like <laughs> the moral compass of this movie. But I guess that's like another topic to be discussed sometime else. But they start, they start looking for bodies to give to Michael's brain. And they're like, this one? Nope. This one? Nope. <laughs> like, Michael should be the one choosing the body, right? It's <laughs> There's so much to be amped up about this movie, so <laughs> all right. yeah, hopefully she... we're not triggering her. <laughs> She's just remembering all the bodies being pressed up against the glass, like, yeah, is this one okay? <laughs> These people are dead. Yeah. The thumbs up and thumbs down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then, uh, yeah, I guess other work. Yeah, that's right. The cops show up, and uh, yeah, the well, that's the right. Big... The, the, uh, then like a doctor, the doctor and Helga, whatever, show up too, and they're like trying to take a hostage, but then the cops show up, and I don't know, they escaped or something. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But uh, <laughs> they're, they're basically like, oh, that's right. They like leave in a like they like drive off or whatever, and like uh, 
a moving truck basically and the, the guy's like hey that's my dinosaur get back here and the cops are in hot pursuit that's right they're like tied up or whatever and he's like helga chew my rope i thought you'd never ask and i'm like oh hey oh gunther yeah. yeah so they're, they're like uh, like driving and the cops chasing them they like drive end up driving through an orchard um and yeah, basically after a couple minutes like i don't know there's like a low tree or something and michael gets like knocked out the back of the truck as the right. <laughs> but they clearly couldn't afford that you know because they didn't want to probably hurt the dinosaur oh yeah of course not no because it was like a like it's a cut of um byron's face going ah and then like and then it suddenly jump cuts to like the truck already like you know broken down because it hit yeah the like upside yeah on its side and, yeah. and the dinosaur hasn't even fallen over so <laughs> clearly, clearly they didn't want to damage that dinosaur oh hell no hell no yeah <laughs> byron's like it's okay i'll stop my dad and you know we'll you know you, you just get him to wherever you're going or whatever and uh yeah byron ends up getting arrested typical am i right Oh my god! <laughs> By his and own then, father too, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of gold blooded. And then we see uh, Tammy hop on the back of a T Rex and go riding off into the sunset. What? Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Yep. Then roll credits, guys. What do we think? No, <laughs> not quite done. Because yeah, yeah. Basically, we cut to I don't know if this is like the next day or like a week or two later or something. But uh, we see the cops following Byron on his bike, and he goes out to the barn and uh, is like taking some supplies out to Tammy and you know the T Rex are out there. Yeah. And, and then um, <laughs> yeah, he like sneaks into like a barn and he's like, "Hello!" and he's and I was so disturbed. He was like, "Are you guys decent?" And I'm like, "Ew." <laughs> yeah, right. But, like this isn't his first time out there. That's why he's asking. And I'm like, "Oh, oh boy." Oh. The, the, the implied interspecies stuff going on <laughs> but uh yeah basically they're like okay well eventually we do need to talk to that scientist guy so we can get another body to put his brain back into because we're not gonna be able to do it ourselves like yeah <laughs> good point uh but then yeah they're like surrounded by cops woo, 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 woo. Uh, but they come out with the white flag you know just her bra they're like <laughs> no, don't shoot don't shoot by the way she definitely was not wearing a bra anyway no especially a white one with that outfit she had like a yeah, it was like the red, like crushed velvet kind of dress. Yeah, the strapless one. Yeah, same one. The Spanish What is Byron's bra? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, basically, they end up grabbing uh, Tammy and Byron, and she's like screaming, no! <laughs> and uh, I, and uh, the doctor and Helga show up, and uh, you hear like one of the cops say, like, hey, it's that doctor and that kinky bitch again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that lanky bitch. <laughs> Oh my God, those cops. Oh my God. And so we're getting to the end, guys. Because uh, the doctor shows up and he's like, Yeah, that's my dinosaur. I'm just going to go in there and trank him. And, you know, he, he, he's just a robot. But, and like, wait, you're going to trank a robot? <laughs> yeah, it's a new system, Com completely new system, state of the art. Yeah, it's a uh, nerve and blah, blah, blah. You know what? It's my dinosaur. I'm going to go in there and get it. And then he goes in with the trank gun. And then, um, yeah, basically, uh, Michael pops out as a T-Rex um, and basically chews the doctor so his gut starts spilling out. Yeah. Okay. Open fire. Clack, 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 clack. And Tammy's screaming, no, no, I love him, no. <laughs> and uh, 
the little T-Rex falls over. Yeah. She's she watch Michael be murdered, I guess. <laughs> and she's like, just lying on top. Oh, Michael, no. No, I'm going to do this. <laughs> Fades to black. We cut to, I don't know, sometime later. And we see Tammy going home, like walking in the front door. Hi, Mommy. Hi, Daddy. And they're like, hey, sweetie, how's it going? Oh, good. I'm just going to go up in my room. Do, do, do. And then the parents are like, it's not it's not right her being this happy after all she's been through. Yeah, true, true. So she goes up to her bedroom, turns on the computer, and we hear Michael's voice, and we pan over it. Wait, is that his brain in a fucking punch bowl with skewers in it? Uh, uh, what's going on here? His brain is now connected to like a handy cam. <laughs> Andy Cam starts talking and be like, hey, and it's Michael's voice. And he's like, hey, Tammy. And Tammy like, gives the camera a kiss. And he's basically turned into a camera. Yeah. Oh, and she's like, hey, I'm finding out some more information about those uh, bodies of those skiers that they found. We might have a promising lead for a new body. And he's like, oh, man, I like skiing. <laughs> Oh, that's right. She like makes like a little cocktail or whatever. Like, oh, here yeah, you go, she just baby. Pours like straight up tequila in his brain. Whatever. Yeah, just pours it in the punch bowl, and he's like, "Oh man, that feels good." Hey, want a little action? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and so uh, Denise Richards starts strip teasing to a Melissa Etheridge song, Ooh. and uh, we see like the brain in the jar. Oh yeah. Yeah, like start sparking, like, oh, I love you, baby. Uh, <laughs> and then it like shorts out or whatever, like, oh man, I need a new body quick. <laughs> Roll credits, guys. That's the end of the fucking movie. Oh my gosh. <gasps> yes. And I would you recommend Tanny and the Teenage T-Rex? I do actually. I do like. I'm not really like a go- like a gore person normally, but I mean, this even with all that, this movie went really smooth, like really quick, and yeah, it's it was really fun. Like, yeah. I I think like I know you're gonna probably tell us all about this later, oh, yeah. but I feel like they were all kind of in on it. The fact that it was like a really silly movie. Oh, it's an absolutely ludicrous premise, totally tongue-in-cheek, like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, so I, I think that comes through, and it was really fun. I Yeah, five stars. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> sort of, like, get with your friends, get some drinks, throw popcorn <laughs> on the TV kind of movie. Yeah, pour them all in a punch bowl with a brain in it. Yes. Uh, how about you, babe? Would you recommend this movie? Oh, yeah, this movie is insane. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. There's a reason I bought a $30 Blu-ray of it with all the multiple editions and, oh my God, the interviews with like, there's an interview with like Denise Richards. Oh, really? She, I I was curious how it was going to play because this was like, I think her first movie she did. Like she did a couple like TV spots or something, but this was like her legit like first 
saying yes to something i'm assuming like as a straight out of high school or whatever and she's like i okay so i didn't know exactly what i was getting into but it was so much fun everybody was having such a great time i met some great people and yeah just kind of a weird crazy movie that people are starting to realize 30 years later or whatever and it's like i mean ask her about it in like 2002 or whatever yeah right after being a bond girl i'm sure she was not as uh as glowing about it but yeah. i mean like i don't know what you guys but i felt like she was acting the shit out of this denise oh. Well, she oh. tried her ass off yeah totally when she's like crying on like the the t-rex corpse I'm like, oh, oh my god yeah, I, I was i was impressed i was like she's acting the shit out of this, this crazy role and i thought she was great yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. That's that's why she's the the titular Tammy or and or Tammy. <laughs> and or Tammy. All right. Well, on that note, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Oh, but when we come back, <laughs> more beer, fun facts, and what we learn from Tammy and the T Rex. Hey, everybody. Are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well, then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Ah, Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at untidyvenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Have you ever watched a movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then sometimes we ate your cues in our mailbag. No big whoop. Yeah, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can find us on your favorite podcatcher or follow us on the World Wide Web on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Who the hell says World Wide Web anymore? This guy. So, uh, yeah, see you soon. Wave at microphone. Hey, Steve, I just checked. IMDb approved our Everything I Learned from Movies. Oh, yeah. They're just waiting for somebody to log in and put a picture and add a description. Oh, I thought I already did all that, but no, okay. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. And apparently do, do Dave we... Gold is our co-host. Oh, no, he's a, he's a star. Like, if you go in there, I think there's a couple. Should be, like, Dana Gould. I, I think it did, like, two or three other. Like, Settle Thorson might be noted on there. <laughs> That's so cool, guys. Are you okay, Izzy? I hope we're not I am. I, am. Yeah. I know this movie is so exciting to talk about. I'm just so excited! <laughs> Don't want to get your blood pressure out in coughing fits. (laughs) 
What's up, guys? Gerald from Two Peas on a Podcast here. Are you just sitting there thinking to yourself, man, I really love some dude in his garage sitting around talking about arbitrary countdowns and his favorite things in the world of movies, music, and TV. Well, guess what? That's me. Please look me up. My name is Gerald, and I am from Two Peas on a Podcast. If you want to subscribe to my countdown show, I have a different co-host every week. It's often someone from the world of podcasting or entertainment. And we go through our top five favorite things in whatever that week's category is. You can find links to all of our content, subscribe via your favorite podcast app, and follow us on social media. The easiest thing to do is just head to our website, which is www.2peasonapod.com. I hope you look me up and join the party. It's a lot of fun. See you soon. Hey, this is Brendan Steer, the director of The Velocipaster, and you're listening to Everything I Learned From Movies. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve. Those are the greatest ads that have ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. They get better every week. Ah. Well, yeah, I'm just enjoying this. You went to brewing Ellipses barrel-aged oatmeal stout, which I highly recommend. And, man, is it getting warm in here or is it just me? I am enjoying some Hall's Relief menthol soothing cough drops. Ooh, what flavor? Honey and lemon. Oh, very nice. How about you, Hanai? Still enjoying that Headway IPA? Yeah, it's almost done, but really nice. Delightful. Excellent. Would either of you ladies be interested in any fun facts about this movie? Only if they're fun facts, super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. All right, well, Rotten Tomatoes. And I, what do you think the critics thought of Tammy and the T-Rex? Like, what percentage do you think thought this was a good movie? Oh, that's hard. Like, (laughs) I mean... If they accept it as a tongue-in-cheek, I hope it's a little bit higher, like in the 50s or something. All right, Izzy? Oh, the critics don't like this movie. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with my super generous 17%. 50% with the critics. There you go. Didn't I get it like dead on? uh, Yeah, he's in the 50s. Yeah, yeah, definitely closest. (laughs) But uh, nobody gives a fuck about the critics. What about that audience? Oh my god, I hope it's like 97 or something. (laughs) That's what I really, really want. 41 with the audience. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's a shame. One million dollar budget, but no no US release, so no real worldwide gross. I guarantee it's made that in DVD sales and stuff like that, though. Just just through vinegar syndrome, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This movie was shot in September of 1993, three months after Jurassic Park. I was just going to ask, like, you know, the historical position in relation to Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's what this whole month is about. But yeah, it was, it was apparently shot three months after, but it wasn't released until the end of 1994. So it was like 18 months after Jurassic Park came out. So yeah, it just sat, I guess, in editing or something for like 15 months or yeah, I don't know what, but but apparently... Uh, Writer-director Stuart Raffles said in an interview that the idea for this film only happened because they had access to a full-size T-Rex animatronic. Uh, Mm -hmm. A guy came to him who owned theaters in South America, and he said he had the T-Rex that was going to be at a park in Texas. The eyes worked, the arms moved, the head moved. He told Raffle he wanted to use it to make a movie. Raffle asked, okay, well, what's the story? And the guy said, there wasn't one yet but they had to start filming within the month because he only had the T-Rex for two weeks. Uh, So Raffle wrote the story in a week. 
worked on a script as they filmed, and he even said he was constantly asking the cast and crew if they had any better ideas to do. Amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, uh, like I said earlier, same money uh, kept within 25 minutes of the director's house. During the production, there was a big fire that destroyed lots of properties, and uh, smoke can actually be seen in the background in some of those scenes. That's uh, the one where she's like going off into the sunset or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's that uh, that color because of a nearby wildfire. Wow. I mean, where is it in America? Oh, wait, is it in, where did he say it was? Oh, it's, uh, it's Southern California somewhere. Uh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got it from uh, a park in Texas or whatever, but yeah, it was all shot down, like the, the hills of Southern California or something. Gotcha. Uh, the movie's original title was "Tanny and the Teenage T Rex," which is the title scene on the restored, uncut version. In addition, the end credits have always credited Denise Richards as Tanny. There you go. And a lot of the gorier scenes were deleted in order to secure a PG-13 rating. But some of those shots ended up in the Italian dub, and it wasn't until an uncut 35 millimeter print was discovered by Vinegar Syndrome that the film was restored to its original uncensored glory. God bless Vinegar Syndrome. <laughs> but ladies, Steve. we've reached the most important part. What did we learn from Tammy and the T-Rex? Um, Anais, our guest, would you like to go first? Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about thinking about what I learned. It's okay, take a minute, take a minute. Steve will edit this later. <laughs> you should no, wait. You guys have to go first because I was really not thinking. Abate, <laughs> uh, would you like to go first then? Sure. I learned that she's definitely been with the T-Rex. We can tell by the way she walks. <laughs> oh boy. I learned phone uh, booths have been around a long time and even a T-Rex knows how to use one. <laughs> oh my God, yes. I guess in relation to that, like when in doubt, like, you know, make sure the handwork is perfect on your dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dinosaur film. Ooh, and I, and I learned, babe, I gotta figure out a way so I can avoid playing like 15 minutes of charades. If I just do something stupid like eat a flower or something, they're like, oh, it's Steve. Oh, you do your, your fart bender impersonation. Oh, yes, good point. Oh, that's a good question, Steve. If you suddenly turned into a dinosaur, how will you convince Izzy <laughs> that you're Steve? Do my fart bender motion. So, <laughs> watching all of the, uh, the Avatar, the last airbenders, yeah. Steve decided if he were to be some sort of magic bender, he would be a fart bender. And Amazing. When he farts in the hallway now, he sh he fart bends his farts towards the pets. Oh, Amazing. Yeah. It, it, it's like a whole routine and everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So that's how you will. <laughs> that's Izzy. That's how you'll know that the T-Rex. I'll be like, that dinosaur's being a fart bender, Steve! And then when she wakes up from after smelling it, then she's like, <laughs> oh, it was Steve the whole time! It's like, that dinosaur's about as tall as Steve, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> how, how would you know if uh, Jason was a dinosaur? Oh, my God. Oddly enough, maybe the fart bender would also apply to him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many men are have the best. <laughs> Hours of fart bending. <laughs> well, hey, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Um, I understand you also have a social media presence of some sort. 
I do. Um, well, it is uh, tied to my Etsy shop, which is called Kobo Studio. Uh, it is, yeah, just Kobo Studio on Etsy. And uh, I also have an Instagram called Hanaeko Art, which is H-A-N-A-E-K-O Art. And I put posts, well, I haven't been really posting lately, but usually I put up like stuff I draw and have on my shop and all that fun stuff. Excellent, excellent. Check it out. Lots yeah. of cat related art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, your, your I'm a stars. Those are the best. Yes, my cat butt. Uh, I, I do a lot of cat butt stuff. So <laughs> get that drop. And their cat butts. I've got some lovely pins and artwork for you. So check it out. Yeah, Kobo yeah. Studios. Yay. Me, I have to take pictures of my cat jacket and send it to you because it's coming along well. Oh, yeah. Yes. He's like, oh, man, this is so not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> but but cats cool. love you, Steve. Ugh. I'll get a picture <laughs> to send you. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Camera likes me. I don't think Poe likes anybody anymore. Oh, well. Poe likes me. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, speaking of you, uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. You can find me on Etsy at untidyvenus.etsy.com where you sell my goods and wares. And you can join me on Patreon at Untidy Venus over on Patreon. Steve, where can we find you? Oh, you can find us on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned from Movies, or hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's Everything I Learned from Movies. Uh, guys, we're getting close to wrapping up Die November here, but uh, there's still the last month left. That's right. Coming up in December, we have all the movies with last in the title. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then uh, what's coming up in 2023? Who knows? You'll have to stick around to find out because we're letting the fates decide. More beer. More pets. That's right. Oh, more crazy fun movies. Uh, so oh, yeah. yeah. Guess until next time. I'm Steve. And I'm Missy. And, and this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everybody. I'm a dinosaur man.